Praise the Lord, everybody, and greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Prophet Alan Brooks, Sr. Now, today is Sunday, November the 22nd. And, hallelujah, we bless the Lord Jesus Christ for his keeping power, for he has kept us all the way until now, thus far. Today, I want to talk about something that is very heavy to your guideship, to guide, to guide us. You need a guide. You need a guide. You need a guide to guide you through this gospel message, this mystery. You need a guide. You need the Holy Spirit to guide you through here to get you into what's really going on. Now, I want, I want the Lord to show you something. And we're still speaking from the standpoint, where is my wife? Where is my wife? Bringing forth, not your physical wife, in the earth. We'll get to that. But the wife, the bride of Christ, coming forward to be what she was called to be when she was taken out of the man and God put him to sleep for a time and he fashioned and built that woman for that man for the future at the time Adam and Eve or their names were Adam. Their names were Adam. When he was talking to Adam, he spoke to them as one. Because in that garden situation, it is a real, true, holy matrimony. It's a real, true, spiritual marriage relationship between two people as one. God sees them as one and their relationship as one with God. It was so holy and divine, splendiferous. Brilliant. I mean, the real true raw power of God and currency is flowing through Adam and Eve. But I want you to notice something here that the place that they fell into and we will be, we are talking about where is my wife, but as a subtopic, we're talking about widows indeed. Widows 
indeed. Yeah, I know. I know. I know a lot of you probably just fell off the chair. Widows. Oh, Lord. Because widows going to take you back to wife. Because you got to know how to be a wife. Because when you talk about being a wife, now you're talking about getting up under the law. So you won't be lawless. Because that's where lawlessness is coming from. You just single and just running around. Footloose and fancy free. Sin got you out there. This flesh got you way out there. That's why he says in Proverbs, he says for the way of the transgressor is hard. The way of the transgressor is hard. Just as hard as it is to cross an uncrossable swamp or just as hard as it is to cross a sandy desert without water. We're talking about widows indeed. And and I don't think people really understand to be a widow is probably any earth. I mean a widow indeed. Those women are probably the most honorable the most honorable especially if they're saved anointed blessed blessed women of God because some things took place as you decided to submit to each other in love in love you two decided to submit in love but when Adam and Eve decided to submit they knew nothing of it it was all pre-planned it was all pre-planned it was no, uh, for better, for worse, sickness, health, good. Uh, it was none of that. It was Adam woke up. Here's this woman. God said, this your wife. This the first marriage. For this cause shall a man cleave unto his wife and leave. Cleave, leave. Y'all got to work on that one. You 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 got your mother laws and your and your and your father in law all in your business. He said, "Leave, then cleave." Now that cleave is like glue. You pour a bunch of glue on two sticks and take those two sticks and stick them together, and then leave it there for about three days. Now you come back after three days, then try to tear it apart it's going to be very difficult because it's cleaving to each other it it literally 
is so unbreakable that it appears that the two pieces of wood that have been cleaved together that they are one watch and listen to the marriage vows that got that we put together in the earth But Adam and Eve was walking in the brilliance and the glory and the effulgence of God. And the woman still got deceived. Watch this. this listen at this. Before we go to our text, we're talking about widows indeed. Widows indeed. Very anointed life. Of women of God that have sacrificed and submitted themselves to one person with with all of this involved because Adam and Eve they didn't get this this here this is our vows watch this y'all it says I the man take the woman whoever she would be to be my lawfully wedded wife. Well, let's switch it around. We're going to have the woman first. Uh, uh, the man first. She's going to take him. I take, I, the woman, take, so on, the man, to be my lawfully wedded husband. I promise, uh-oh, Shabba, to be true to you in good times, in bad times, in sickness, and in health. I will love you and honor you all the days of my life. Now you telling me, now y'all telling me that you ain't got it understand the relationship between Christ and his church and have the power of God to pull this off which what, what you just said what y'all both said at the uh, wedding at y'all wedding watch this now this is the man I take you the female to be my lawfully wedded wife to have to have y'all you can't have his wife you can't have that man wife I don't care what she's saying I don't even care what she doing I don't even care if she come to you and give herself to you you can't have that man's wife you can't go to that man and say, hey man, your wife came to me and we rump a room. That man will kill you. He'll kill you. Don't come tell that man what his wife did. Because he may have already known or he may have a love and a forgiveness for his wife. Especially if he's born again and he got the power of God. He about to experience something that Adam and Eve never experienced. That's why you give more honor to a husband 
who can stay married to one woman for 40 years. That's not funny. That's honorable. That's respectable. That's classy. That's classic rock. Built on the rock. Yeah, because you have to fulfill. Watch this. I take so-and-so to be my lawfully wedded wife to have and to hold. My lawfully. That's the very first thing y'all say. Lawfully. To have, to hold from this day forward for better and for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health until death do us part. You're a great woman if you can walk that out. You're a great woman if you walk in this out right here. Let, let, let me, let me, let me, let me. I know y'all forgot this. The man says, I take you to be my lawfully wedded wife to have, to hold from this day forward for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health until death do us part. That means he'll take her in any form that she's in. She could be sick. I could take you, I'm going to take you in sickness. I'm going to take you in health. That's a different kind of woman, y'all. These, because it's a set of women out here that's born again. That in your early life or your saved life, you may have had a husband. But the, 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 the traumatic part of that and the, the devilish part of that is that once you become single and you're still young, you're going to move back in wantingness. You're going to go from a woman, a woman, a woman of God doing your deeds back to a single woman. For whatever reason, y'all divorced, whatever reason. Because here he says, I can take you in sickness or I can take you poor. Because then we can become rich or I can take you in sickness and you can become healthy. But the whole marriage relationship is until death. It's until death do your part. Now this part here, y'all done took it and threw it in a pot and just shrubbed and screwed it all around and just made it to be whatever you want it to be. And this is all the power of sin and the trickery of the devil. Because this woman who at a young age who married this man, they about to go on a hell ride to be the one. It's going to be worse than the Wizard of Oz. It's going to be worse than them trying to get from Kansas to, to the Oz. Because... First off, the power of sin, you can't defeat that. That law of sin that's in you, you can't fight that. That's a law. 
And the only thing that separates you from that law of sin is death. And that death is a watery, liquidy grave in association with Christ's death. And then get on your knees and tarry and pray and ask God for the Holy Ghost. So you can have a spiritual baptism. Now you got one baptism, water baptism, and then you have another baptism, a spiritual baptism. Just because you got baptized in that water don't mean you Holy Ghost feel. Stop it. Watch this. You need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost, the power of God to come on you and take over you. Now, this is a conception. This is a marriage copulation. This is a marriage copulation. When you are born again with the Holy Ghost, you and God have just become one. You have just entered into a marriage relationship as the bride of Christ and Christ as the husband man. But the problem here, just like the problem in our natural earthly marriages, that flesh, the carnal mind, the devil, Satan, the antichrist, imps, demons, all of that's coming. Plus a bunch of haters and blasphemers. And devilish demonic holes to come and seduce the husband man or come and seduce like Christ was seduced by the devil up in that mountain. Husbands, men are going to be seduced to forfeit their vows to their wife in the marriage or you have a marriage relationship early early in the marriage where a female goes back into wantingness and you're in a marriage and you do not want your husband and then you end the relationship that's not better worse rich or poor to death do your part but we come up with all these different reasons to say, okay, that's so worse. That's so bad. I'm going to get rid of her. I'm going to get rid of him. And now you have a multitude of women just because they got a couple of dollars. They'll divorce their husbands in a minute. But if you were a single woman, you're going to have a rough life. If you're single, you are married and you go back into a singleness, you're going to go back into wantingness. That means you got to get back into the flesh to begin to desire and want a husband to be intimate, to have intimacy because your marriage relationship is consented that it is a marriage by your copulation in sex. Y'all two coming together. Not down there with the paper. When y'all two come together, he park his car in your garage. That's when they have reproduction and children. That's when that part come in. 
they grow a family. And even through the poor and the sickness, they weather all those storms through the power of God and by the power of God and with God through faith and their belief and hope and trust in everything in God. They had to. To stay together 40 years. Then that husband dies. More or less. That woman's not. That woman who's been married 40 years. They was already together. They was probably got married at 18, 16, 17, 20. That woman is not about to move back into wanting this like a young woman being divorced at 27 or 30 or 35 or 45. That lady's still young. And you don't want to be out here right now as a female in the body moving around and wanting this because you divorced your husband for whatever reason. Man, that's called. Listen, in Romans chapter number six, going into seven, these are a a multitude of blessed women who have been with their husbands for 25, 30, 35, 40 years, 50 years. It is an honor. To have known your known of these women and these people in their submission to one another. It's not to say that they didn't have faults and he didn't make mistakes and she didn't make mistakes. But even in their worst, even in their good, their bad, their rich times, their poor times, their sick times, their healthy times, they stayed together. <laughs> They did way more than what Adam and Eve did in the earth, in the world. There wasn't even no worldly systems when Adam and Eve was here. To, I mean, when, before they fell. They were just in the glory and the brilliance and the effulgence of God. But that serpent... It said the serpent beguiled Eve with his subtlety. And Paul says, just as the serpent beguiled Eve, I fear that y'all going to get tempted just like Eve being the bride. Because how you going to want to be a bride and you, 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 you say you say, how you going to want to be a bride and you tripping and stumbling and falling with all that glory and power of God on you, Eve? Yeah. You don't want to follow the head. You just quickie. You so quick. You gone. You gone. And you're going to go right out there and you're going to pick the wrong thing. Then God got to fix it before he keep, before you kill yourself. Adam and Eve killed themselves spiritually. They died. Boom. 
they killed themselves because Eve, the wife, ran ahead of her husband listening to something that was fancy. Yeah, you got wives and single women. Not the widows indeed. I'm talking about when they was young, single, these single women and wives being tempted by a serpent to go ahead of their husbands. And you see what happened. And then you have to turn around. If you don't submit to that husband and then you divorce him, then you got to turn around and you think you done wiped and cleaned that up all clean. That's gone. No, it ain't. And then you go get him. Then you marry him. Oh, man, that's bad wanting. That's not good, women. That had husbands at young ages and were divorced. And now you still don't have a husband after 10 and 15 and 20 years. Let me go down. After 3 and 5 and 10 and 15 and 20 years, you just moving around and wanting this. And don't, don't, don't try that. You were celibate. You mean you were selling it? Yeah, because y'all ain't submitted to nobody. Not a bishop. Not a pastor. For some time, you know the time I'm talking about when you wasn't submitted to nobody. You know, nobody can, they can't tell me what to do. This is in your head. This is your thinking. And your actions too. That's that wanting, man. That's that, Watch this. Paul makes a clear distinction that you were servants to sin. You was a servant to sin. You was under that law. That law had control of you. The law of sin. It killed Adam and Eve. He said, you can't walk there. You got to walk in another law of righteousness. Hilasterion, not thusasterion. Hilasterion. The real, true, raw lamb of God. He's the only one that can make you righteous. In the beloved. And make you a part of the bride. So that you all can understand the blessedness of Romans 7. Because Romans 7, y'all forgot that too. Watch this. And we're talking about widows in deeds. Not just a widow. She got some deeds behind her. Her and her husband. Tearing with souls, birthing souls. I'm talking about that kind of work. Feeding the poor, clothing the poor, shelter the poor, raising your kids in the fear of God. That don't mean they're going to be angels. They may go astray. You hear what I said? They may stray. 
But if you bring them up in, in the way of the Lord, that, that word going to come back to them. It's going to come back when they need it. Watch this. Romans chapter 6, verse 20. It says, when we were the servants of sin, ye were free. You were freed from righteousness or you were freed to righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. So when you died or was born again, that, that sinful nature was put to death. You were free from the law of sin and death being put to death. And then you was born again. See how you were free from the law of sin and death. Then you was born again into the righteous hilasterion and into the righteousness and the justification and sanctification and the redemption and the imputation of God. Now you're covered. Now you're back a part of the bride as a bride in the body. But now being made free from sin and become servants of to God, you have your fruit unto holiness. See, that's what a husband and wife, that's most of their relationship. Most of their relationship is in holiness. They both born again. Yes, they're going to have rough times, but most of their rough times and battles and, and, and ups and downs and trials and tribulation are all brought out to perfection in the body of Christ. It's all done in God. All their mistakes, all their secrets, and all their hit, all that's done in God, where they were able to work out all of their unrighteousness. They learned obedient by the things that they suffered, and they stayed together. That's powerful. Ten years, raggedy. Twenty years, shaky. 30 years had to be God. 40 years. Now they're giving lectures, the husband and the wife, on how to stay married. Then when, 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 when that husband dies, that real, that woman of God can really literally feel the power of God and the release from that law bound to that husband. You can feel that release just like you can feel the release from the Holy Ghost freeing you from the bondage of sin when you get filled with the Holy Ghost. Same way you can feel the power of God on you like that is the same power you will feel if you a wife and you walk with a man for 10, 25, 30, and 40 years 
and then he dies and you are released biblically from this law, from that law. To walk in the power of God. Man, that's deep. Ain't too many women fulfilling this. Watch this. But now being made free from sin. This is the same thing that a woman is when she gets married. But now being made free from sin because she's covered by her husband. You don't have to go out and sin with other men no more. In that area, you don't have to go out and flirting and, and, and giving your body and everything over to these other men. Because you've been made free from sin. Now you're a servant to God. You become a wife, you're going to be a servant to this man. You're free from sin. Y'all don't want that. Y'all don't want to be free from just floating around with all, all these different men. Not to be a servant to one man. Not a servant, y'all. I don't want to make it sound like this no slave. We're not talking that foolishness. I'm talking about honor serving. Honor respecting. Loving your wife as your own body. Loving your husband as your head of the body. Watch this. But now being made free from sin and, and become servants of God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end of everlasting life and the end and the end everlasting life. They're going to live for eternity. Oh, oh man. Now that's the power of God, y'all. Even when this husband and wife get married and one of them die in the earth, do you not know that y'all two are living for eternity together? When y'all got married in holy matrimony, you stay together 40 years, 30 years, 25, 27 years. And then y'all, he dies in the Lord. Do y'all not know y'all? Y'all have go are going to spend eternity together. Yeah, that's powerful. For the wages of sin is death for the wages of sin is death yeah you in this flesh you're gonna die but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord the gift of God Your husband is a gift from God. Now, 
we don't have to worship. We're not talking about worship your husband in his memories. We're just talking about honor. You just give honor to where honor. If he was an honorable man, you give him honor in those places that he deserved that honor. That's what you're talking about when you bring that person up. Now that that woman is free from the law that she was bound to by her husband. Now you can continue to live your life eternal. You and the husband was living life eternal as one. He, he passes or he falls asleep in the Lord. You continue in the earth to live your eternal life. And just like Christ, just like Christ was the husband man to Israel. They was his bride. He succinctly and very wisely died as a husband man to the first bride, which wisely or wisdom, why very wisely allowed him and freed him righteously to continue to be the savior and the redeemer of the world with no sin and free him to continue to be free to be married to another woman whereby the other woman that he died to by the law in Romans 7 by the law now her children are able to receive the inheritance from their dad Jesus Christ the husband man whereby we have been adopted in on this blessing to be able to receive the same miracles and financial blessings in the power of God as this second bride. Rich is really one because we've been engrafted. He looks at them as one. Watch this. In Romans 7, verse 1, Romans 7, verse 1. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law. How that the law have dominion over a man as long as he liveth. For the woman which have an husband is bound by the law unto her husband so long as he liveth. So then. If while her husband liveth, she be married to another, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from the law. Now, I know if a woman has experienced that, you fulfilled the scriptures. I know you about to fall out the chair. I'd have fell out. I'd have took off running. 
Hallelujah. Jesus. That's the power of God. Yes, I would have loved to, to continue staying married. I would have never divorced. It was not in my thinking. Because I believed the text. I believed the text. Therefore, if it got roughy in my marriage, I, I, I didn't I, I didn't I just didn't entertain. We should get a divorce. Even if I messed up. And even if they was already messed up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because black, black, black women, a lot of things may have been done coming up. And we never got psychiatrists and doctors. And we kept all these things hid that were done to the girls. Then it leaked over to some real messy men messing with the boys. You, you see what that man, that what the marriage vows: better, worse, sickness, hell, rich, poor. When you poor, a lot of stuff going on around poor folks, but a lot of weird stuff going on around some weird rich folks. Watch it. Watch it. You you get richer, you get weirder. Could you imagine a married woman, Holy Ghost feel, sexually, highly sexually, didn't get a divorce in her thirties? You 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 out there? You should have held on. Hold on. Let him look, look, listen. Don't kill him. Whatever he's doing, he gotta go, he gotta go over his head. Stop taking things into your own hand, women. Because I know a woman that's been married 45 years. I know she wrote that paper up one time. I know she wrote that divorce paper up at least once. And balled it up, burnt it, whatever. Mailed it in, it got lost in the mail. Watch this. Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that ye should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead that we should bring forth fruit unto God. That's where we started. That's where we started at up here. But now being made free from sin. If you get married, single women, you're going to be free from sinning with these men that ain't winning. You're only get winning because you're getting paid from the sin you're doing. For the wages of sin is death. Widows indeed. 